Hey, what up, Dodgers Nation? D-Mac here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at D-Mac underscore LA. We've got a big injury update coming your way. We're going to talk about the Dodgers postseason rotation, their bullpen. Also, Tommy Canley, he was back yesterday. We're going to talk about his appearance and how he could impact this Dodgers team. But first, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. And if you really want to support the channel, smash that like button. And as always, I'm with your takes down below in the comment section. Today's Dodgers. Dodgers Nation question of the day. Who do you think will have a bigger impact for the Dodgers in the postseason? Blake Trinan or Tony Gonsolin? Which of those two do you have the most confidence that will come back from injury and have an impact? Also, what is your one through four for your Dodgers starting rotation? And what are your thoughts on Tommy Canley's return last night? Let me know down below. And for all latest Dodgers news, head over to DodgersNation.com. Oh no, the Dodgers lost to the D-backs with their D lineup. How are they ever supposed to win the World Series now? Of course, I'm just kidding. But the Dodgers, they lose yesterday to the Diamondbacks with a lot of their starters getting some rest after the Dodgers clinched the division the day before. It was a hangover lineup for the Dodgers. And to me, not too many big takeaways. I thought Michael Grove pitched well. You see Chris Taylor continuing to find his swing. He's looking much better at the plate. Will Smith is another guy who had been going through a little bit of slump. He hit the longest home run of the season for the Dodgers yesterday. Trace Thompson went deep. Of course, all the Dodger fans were freaking out yesterday when Craig Kimbrell wasn't able to get it done. Is he back to being Craig Crumble? Has the magic run out on Kimbrelsa? Dodger fans, let it go. It wasn't a terrible pitch. Wasn't a bad pitch. Elevated fastball up in the zone. Alcantara, he put a nice swing on it, so tip your cap to him. But still, we're going to talk about that in an entirely other video about Craig Kimbrell and the closer role for the Dodgers in the postseason. But to me, my biggest takeaway yesterday was how good Tommy Canely looked. Tommy Canely looked like the real deal. He looked like a guy that can contribute to the Dodgers in the postseason and be that impact reliever that they hoped he would be, not last year, but this year. Remember, the Dodgers, they took a flyer on him when they signed him to a two-year, $4.75 million deal after the 2020 season, knowing he had underwent Tommy John surgery. So they expected him to be out for the 2021 season. Yes, there was some hope. Maybe at the end there he could get right, but no. He was back this season, and then he missed four months after headed to the IL with a bone bruise on his right elbow, and yesterday, he looked good. He threw 12 pitches. Ten of them were the change-ups. He had two punch-outs, one via a fastball up and in, and also a change-up down in the zone. So he's a guy that has this stuff that plays up in October. He's a guy that can miss bats and dominate hitters, and I think that he is going to solidify a role in this Dodgers pen. So I was very excited to see Tommy Canley out there in his first appearance looking right already. So someone to be excited for if you're Dodger fans because Tommy Canley is a guy that can definitely be a dude for the Dodgers. But let's get into some of these injury updates. Yesterday Dave Roberts, he spoke to reporters before the game and he had a lot of updates talking about Bruce Dargratterall, Blake Trinan, Gavin Lux, Yancy Almonte. We'll get to his update on Tony Gonson in just a second. But here's the first part of Dave Roberts' injury update from yesterday. Yancy on the mound, I think it was 25 pitches. It was coming out hot. Uh, Gavin took uh, some live at bats, which was great. He, he looked good. Uh, then we moved to uh, the bullpen and saw Blake trying and throw. And uh, for me, it looked normal. He wasn't guarding. It was clean. The stuff was good. Uh, so I expect him to face hitters in the coming days. Um, then uh, Bruce Dar threw a, threw a pen. Uh, really good. 
same. So really positive day. I didn't get a chance to see Gonsolin's pen. I heard it was uh, encouraging. Velocity ticked up, and uh, I just found out that David Price threw a pen too. So busy day for the pitching staff, uh, guys, but uh, positive day so far. So that's definitely what you want to hear. Very encouraging news from Dave Roberts. And the big one, of course, is Blake Trinan. And Blake's only pitched in five games this season. And since returning from injury, he's pitched in two games, two innings, one strikeout, one walk, hasn't allowed a hit. So if they can get him right and they can have him as a high leverage reliever for at least one inning, that is going to be huge for this Dodgers bullpen. Now, I will say he's not completely out of the woods yet. The fact that he already experienced shoulder tightness after being back for just two games is definitely concerning but the fact that he already got back out there on the mound and resumed throwing is huge because that way he could avoid a rehab assignment and get right back to work in that Dodgers pen he's eligible to return next week also Yancy Almonte he's another guy that has stuff that plays up in the postseason he's turned into a different pitcher after he's ditched the four seam fastball going primarily to that two seam slider combination he has the stuff that can generate chase and he gets guys to chase outside of the zone he can also miss bats has a 1-1-5 ERA this season so I'm excited to see Yancy Almoney back in that Dodgers bullpen David Price another guy that can help this team give you multiple innings of relief provide that clubhouse leadership Bruce Dark Gratterall who's also been dealing with some elbow issues he threw a bullpen session Wednesday that went well and there's a chance that he could be activated on Friday when he's first eligible and as with most of these guys health is well the bazooka's stock is definitely heading in the right direction. He had a 5.14 ERA in the month of June, but hasn't allowed a run in his last nine appearances. Had a zero ERA in five appearances in July, a zero ERA in four appearances in August. So hasn't allowed a run in his last nine and a third innings. Does not walk anyone. No walks in that stretch. You're seeing him get a little more swing and miss, but he pounds the zone with that triple-digit heat, that filthy stuff. He's a guy that has that moxie, that fire to get it done for the Dodgers in October as well. And then there's Gavin Lux. So Lux hasn't played since September 1st due to that back injury, but due to the expanded rosters going from 26 to 28, the Dodgers didn't have to place him on the IL, and he's expected to be activated and back on Friday against the San Francisco Giants. He's scheduled to participate in a simulated game today, so he's getting his swings in, he's getting his timing back, and I'm very excited to see Gavin Lux back for the Dodgers because it's been a very big season for Lux as far as just proving to himself that he's a big league player. He is here to stay. If you look at his numbers, slashing 293, 368, 428 with a 127 WRC plus, that means when it comes to offensive production, his bat is 27% better than league average. Yes, he needs to hit for more power in the future, but a big step in the right direction as far as consistency for Lux this season. And then you also have one to talk about another position player. We'll throw in Kevin Pilar. So Kevin Pilar, everyone thought that his season was over, had the shoulder injury, but Pilar is set to begin a rehab assignment with AAA Oklahoma City in a few days. This is according to Fabian Ardaya of The Athletic. And Pilar continues to progress in his rehab just so much quicker than anyone had ever anticipated, and he could return this season. That is still a possibility, but he's going to need at least a good chunk of games at the Meyer League level before he gets activated because he's 
missed almost three and a half months due to that left shoulder fracture. So for him to see the field, that would mean a lot of bad things have happened for the Dodgers when it comes to the injury front. So it's good that Pilar is feeling better, that he's made a speedy recovery, but he is a break in case of emergency option for the Dodgers. So don't anticipate seeing him unless something goes really wrong for LA. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. And then the other big one is Tony Gonsolin. What is the status of the Catman? Because it's been an absolute breakout season for the Gonslinger. He's posted a 210 ERA, a 333 FIP, through 128 and a thirds innings pitched in 23 starts, made his first all-star team, really surprised so many Dodger fans, so many people around the league with the success that he's had this season. But unfortunately, the injury bug has sunk its teeth into the Catman. He was placed on the injury list on August. August 29th with a right forearm strain. And what have I told you all season long? The innings count could be a concern for the Catman. 128 and the thirds innings pitched this season. That's more than double his previous career high that he set last season with the regular season and postseason combined around 60 innings pitched. And he's the guy that really carried the load for this rotation for a large majority of this season. So to get him back is going to be huge. And Dave Roberts, he provided an update on Tony and a potential new role for him in the postseason. I don't know how it's going to look for Tony as far as potential build up a workload, um, but um, I do feel that he's going to be able to contribute in some capacity, which I know is most important to him. Um, so hopefully each day, um, I, I think my messaging to Tony was let's come out uh, with a net positive each day, and uh, if we can continue to do that once we get closer We'll know we have. So for me to speculate what it looks like, I, it's just not fair right now. So um, one more sim game, um, potentially, maybe going out, but maybe one more sim game. And, you know, my hope is there's a couple, two, three outings and he's back with us. So we'll see what happens with Tony Gonson because you never know with Dave Roberts' cagey coded language when it comes to injury reports. And there were some concerns a few days ago when his bullpen session went just okay. But this is an encouraging development, a promising update for Tony Gonson. And the big question now is does he have enough time to come back and build up to where he can be a starter or will they have to use him as a reliever? That is the big question right now because if you can come back and be an all-star starting pitcher, that's going to help this Dodger team but if they has to come back and pitch out of the bullpen at least he can still contribute in some capacity now he does have to figure things out in the postseason in his career in the postseason two years three series total he holds a 9-4-5 ERA in 13 and thirds innings pitched six home runs in those innings so he's a guy that's had his postseason issues in the past but a lot of things have clicked for Tony Gonsolin this season and I think when you look at the way he pitches more 
to contact. The way he attacks the zone these days, as long as he's pounding that zone, I think he can go out there and be effective, especially with that money pitch, that split change down in the zone. I still feel very good about Tony Gonsolin. He just needs to get healthy as soon as possible. But if he can't resume his role as a starting pitcher, I think the Dodgers still will be just fine. You have Clayton Kershaw, who looked excellent in his last start against the Arizona Diamondbacks. The command, the slider, the curveball, he's looking really good physically out there on the mound. That's the most important thing for Kirsch. And then there's Julio Urias. He's the Urias. We know he's going to front this Dodgers rotation. I said it before anyone else. He's going to be their game one starter in the postseason, and I feel good about that. And then you have Dustin Mays. That's the other big question. Can Dustin May figure things out for this Dodgers rotation? Because first couple starts against the Marlins, he was phenomenal. Last few starts against the San Diego Padres, not as much. You're seeing the walks go up. You're seeing him allow home runs. The command issues are there for Dustin Mania, but I do think it's a part of the process. And the most important thing for him is that he feels good and his stuff is just straight filthy. He's nasty out there on the mound and I just needed to click in the last few weeks and I still think he's going to be a weapon for LA. And then Tyler Anderson, what more can you say? He's been a rock for this Dodgers team all season long. Tyler, the outs creator, just finds a way to get it done. Last start against the Diamondbacks, didn't have the greatest feel for his changeup or his cutter, but he induced all those ground balls, got three double plays. Yes, the swing and miss has been down a little bit for Tyler Anderson, but he's a guy that knows how to go out there and make pitches. I think he's got that ex-dog, like I've been saying this the whole season, he's got that dog in him. So I still feel good about this Dodgers starting rotation, but if you're able to get Tony Gonson back and have him be as effective as he was for this entire season when he was on the mound, that would be massive because then you could have some flexibility with the Dustin May and have him maybe coming out of the bullpen, maybe have a situation where you have a piggyback role with Dustin May and Andrew Heaney, some of these other guys. So the more pitchers you have that are out there getting it done, the better. And the same goes for the bullpen with Tommy Canley looking like how he looked yesterday. If he can continue to progress, that's going to be huge. And then Blake Trinan. So we need one, Tony Gonson back for the rotation. And two, we need Blake Trinan back for the bullpen. And then we move. This team is ready to roll. This team is ready to win a World Series title. But let me know down below in the comment section, what does your one through four look like for the Dodgers starting rotation? Which of Tony Gonsolin and Blake Trinan will have a bigger impact for the Dodgers? And I'm basing that off your feel of their injury status right now, which you think about that but let me know down below and who do you think should close games for the Dodgers throw that one in as well but let me know down below in the comment section my name is Doug McCain you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at dmac underscore LA for all latest Dodgers news rumors high videos interviews breakdowns and more all season long be sure to hit that subscribe button hit that notification bell and if you want to see us post even more Dodgers content smash that like button and until next time think blue bleed blue and I'm out In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 
136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.